was too busy meditating. I like to meditate a lot because it helps me think about my deep thoughts. Speaking of deep thoughts, that's the topic of today's episode. I'm your host, Spencer Scott, joined by co-hosts... Max Van Dusen. And Parker Johnson. Welcome back to... The The Adolescent Adolescent Effect. Effect. Let's dive right in. (sighs) (sighs) Alright, guys. I've really just been thinking deeply lately about Lucas and Clark's adventure about the great American explorers and their partner, Chicago Wea. I just really would like to know how it felt to be them and to explore these new lands and it's just a scenario that I just keep running through my head these great adventurers that rode bears through the wilderness that were just exploring all these great territories it just I think that there's a lot going on in these adventures that they didn't tell about hmm. well I think it can be related to kind of the Lord of the Rings almost on this quest to find this thing. But in Lucas, in Lucas's case, it's just, <coughs> there's no ring is the only difference that I can think of. But other than that, I, I'd say they're the same. From, from what I know, Lucas had a very valuable necklace instead of a, in, in place of a ring. Well, I think the the ring is more symbolic. Like the ring... Stands for, like, the friends that we made along the way. The Ring is also a horror movie, so... But there's no horror movie well, named yeah, The Necklace. Have you seen The Ring? I have not, have actually. I have not seen The Ring. Oh, well... I guess I'm the only one, but... The Necklace, back to The Necklace. There, there is no Necklace film horror. I, I'm not sure if there right. is a Necklace film. Oh. There could be. There very well could be, but... I'm not aware of a horror Necklace film. I think it would be a good one, but... Yeah, but how would they... I mean... How would they incorporate that into the plot, do you think? The plot of Lucas and Clark's adventure, or the plot of... Because as far as I know, it wasn't scripted. Like, they... It was just, like, freestyled. Yeah, it was like a real adventure improv. that they went out and had. Yeah, improv. Oh. Okay. Wait, is Lucas and Clark a tall tale, or is it a real story? Well... I don't think that they were actually very tall. <laughs> well, maybe the bears that they, that they rode could have had tall tails. Do bears have big tails? I don't think they do. I didn't think bears had tails at all. Well, they're typically pretty stubby tails, but... Like, I'm pretty sure that Lucas and Clark were of average stature so no i'm talking about the bears. i don't think it was a tall tale oh I'm, I'm sorry i was just doubling back lucas and clark were real people though right i think so or were they like just meant to tell a theme you know like oh, in yeah. in li- english kind of like what's his name uh, the grasshopper Paul bunyan oh, wait, or no. johnny appleseed wasn't it the grasshopper and the turtle or was that no I think he was actually the tortoise and the rabbit. Oh. Yeah. I don't know how I threw grasshopper in there. Speaking of grasshoppers, there was a huge swarm of locusts. 
<laughs> just the other day that went through Kansas. Just wanted to let you all know. Prayers to Kansas. Well, we'll keep Kansas in our thoughts and prayers. I'm sorry for Thanks, I all that you lost. <laughs> Kansas. Well, so... Were these, like, deadly locusts, or did they just, like, eat crops? Well, I'm not sure how many... <laughs> I'm sure they could have eaten people. <laughs> if they put their mind to it and worked as a team, but who knows how good of teamwork they have. Were they pretty substantial? <laughs> I'd say it was a substantial horde of locusts, yes. So, Almost biblical. Like, the size of each individual locust was, like, give me a size, like, like size in estimate. between a grain of rice and, like, a watermelon. In between a... <laughs> I'd say it was closer to, like, a cinder block, maybe. Wow, these are gigantic locusts. Well, or they could be as small as a grain of rice. You never know. Hmm. So they really varied a lot. Yeah, huge diversity in the locust community. I'm glad that the locust community is really thriving, going in the right direction. They're on an upward trajectory. Yeah, everybody's been talking about how robots are going to take over, but I think the locusts have a better chance at this point. I think you're right. Anyways, back to Lucas and Clark. What were you thinking deeply about? So, I just, you know how you said, like, other stories that had morals, like... Johnny Appleseed and Paul Bunyan. Mm -hmm. What would the what moral? Was, what was the moral, Johnny Appleseed? I think Who? it was if you um, plant pineapple seeds, they grow into big apples. How, or, does that, how does that work, though? Well, it's a process called transfiguration, where the basically um, the pineapple seeds kind of transform into apples. So, yeah. Wow. wow. Transfiguration really is interesting. Yeah, I think we should take some transfiguration seeds, honestly. I wonder what we would become. Maybe we could become bears with tall tails. Mm-hmm. But typically, they have stubby tails. Good to know. Anyways, back to you. I was just really trying to think of what the moral of Lewis and Clerks and Chicago no, Way is. It was, it was Lucas, not Lewis. Oh, sorry. I just mix them up a lot. Yeah. Um, sorry. What, what do you think the moral of their story was? I think a key one would be uh, if you set your mind and body and feet to anything. And toes? And toes, yeah. I like toes. There's... There's a chance that it'll happen, but it's not 100% sure. Everybody thinks yeah. that if you set your mind to it, you can do anything. Absolutely not true. Myth. But... You know, I'd say that it's about drive. It really is, isn't it? It's about power. We do stay hungry. We devour the locusts. Or the locusts devour us. It's really a devour or be devoured world out there. Life or death. Sink or swim. Eat or be eaten. Devour or be devoured. I just want to reiterate that mm. I said it first. So, just back to my main point of setting your mind doesn't always work in all cases because Lucas and Clerk actually died on their expedition. Really? And <laughs> that brings me to my point, actually, which was um, the importance of individualism. I think they 
were what was holding each other back. <laughs> so They how, couldn't have done it with each other. How does individualism differentiate from other isms like socialism? Well, it's based around the individual. Like, so you worship yourself, you, you put yourself at the head of everything and kind of self-explanatory if you ask me. Okay. Good to know. I'm not in fact a socialist. Just Are you an individualist? I'm, I range more on the transcendentalist side. Ah, uh, I see. Transfigurist, that's what it's called. Oh, transfigurist. Oh, cool. Anyways, uh, what was I talking about again? Oh, yeah, so, uh, Lucas and Clerk, um... And Sacagawea. And Sacagawea. They actually died because Sacagawea killed them. Um, oh, she was... She was no good an in, No, she was an individualist. She was She said, imposter. I can't handle it anymore. So, you know what she did? They were at the peak of a mountain, and Lucas and Clerk were being stupid, like, throwing <laughs> snowballs at each other. They were always a little bit of and goofballs. S- yeah. <laughs> And Sacagawea just pushed them off. Oh. Simple as that. So how did? What did she do after that? I haven't heard this part of it, the story. Uh, she lived her own life. She actually sailed across the Pacific Ocean and met some buddies on the other side, and then sailed back. And and that's when she discovered America. She was actually first person to land in America. Yeah, despite what. Uh, Columbus followers say. Yeah. He was a bit later, actually. He just didn't know that she was there already. Yeah, he was actually, I think, 1942. That sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Like the song, Columbus sailed the, the ocean blue, blue in 1942. 1942. Everybody thinks it's 1492, but they switched the two numbers. Oh, yeah. Cost a mistake. A crucial mistake to make, really, when you're... It, history is becoming so important in our world today. You know, we can't let it be tampered with like that. So we need to make sure that the song goes back to its original roots. I think the uh, short tale, one might say, instead of a tall tale, um, of Lucas and Clerk can really be applied to today's problems. And everybody thinks that they set their mind to something, they can do anything, but it's... Yeah. It's really getting out of hand because people are losing their jobs and their lives because they think that if they just set their mind to it, they can do anything, but... Yeah, I mean, imagine you set your mind to, like, imagine you set your mind to swimming to the top of a mountain. It, it doesn't work like that, so you can't do it. Yeah, that, yeah, no that sw- makes no sense. Yeah. Especially there's, Stupid. like, no body of water to swim up to. Yeah. I well, mean, what idiot would think of that? Another... Like, key thing that I think we can take away from this is, I think you've all heard the saying, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Well, Lucas and Clark kept Sakagawea pretty close, and look what happened to them. Reject everybody. Push everybody away. Be your your own person. You don't need them. See, and that's where the individualism comes in. Exactly. If they had been an individualist, like... Sakagawea, things could have been different. They could have actually been successful on their quest to destroy the necklace. Yeah, if they hadn't been uh, thinking about each other and throwing, harshly throwing snowballs, because these were 
balls of ice, you know. Oh. They weren't just classic snow balls. They were playing dirty. I'm sh- did they, they probably made a little bit of slush in there, too. Yeah. And to top it all off, they, um, they spit on it, which hardened the ice. So they were probably, let's be honest, they were probably going to die anyways. Yeah, that, they were really foolish to be doing this. Yeah, Chicago Way basically just put them out of their misery because they were. You should see their bruises. They were mm. kind of insane, honestly. I bet. Were there cameras back then? Or? Um. So there was actually a fourth person with their group. I don't remember what their oh. na- what his name was, but he was a painter, and so he painted the bruises to be exactly what they were. But Chicago Way didn't kill him. Mm-mm. Well, she, he was wearing camo, so she didn't see him. Oh. I, yeah, well, that's interesting. It is quite interesting, to say the least. So she, so he was just spying on them the whole time, but they didn't know he was there? He mm-hmm. was actually sent by the government, like, to document the trip. I think it was... Um, Benjamin Franklin was the president at the time. Yeah, I think he was actually a descendant of Christopher Columbus. Oh, the second man into America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It kind of goes full circle, kind of, how oh, wow. he's sent by Columbus, and then he meets Sacagawea, who later finds America, and then it all happens again. Yeah, so it's kind of like an infinite loop. Yeah. So, any uh, other deep thoughts that you guys have on your minds currently? I don't really have any. I'm not much of a deep thought guy. Kind of a shallow guy? Yeah, shallow, shallow thought. Well, here's one, since, you know, you know how, I, how I'm how i kind of a good swimmer. Yeah. yeah. I've been kind of researching um, just some swimming stuff for my upcoming uh, national meets. As um, swimmers do. Yeah. And so something that came across my mind was... Um, as I was watching the synchronized divers in the Olympics, um, I was just thinking, what if a synchronized uh, swimmer drowns, and then do the other the other teams follow suit? Because otherwise, they would lose. That's so true. wow, I just I could see a performance where all the synchronized swimmers drown themselves, scoring very high <laughs> at the Olympics. I think it really just shows their commitment and dedication to the craft. I agree. I'm sure they would be so excited to see their gold medals. That would look really bad on them if one person drowned and then the others just like chickened out. How could you yeah. live with yeah. yourself after that? After losing your team? Literally, how could you live yourself with yourself? Like, just die with her or him yeah, or they? Yourself. You would, frank, frankly, be a disgrace to your country, really. And your team. And your team. You'd be letting down. And your mom the members who sacrificed their lives for the gold medal. Yeah. Imagine. Imagine everybody drowns themselves except for you. You get saved by the paramedics and you survive. What happens after that? Yeah. What happens after that? Can't do synchronized swimming. That's what. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. True. It's over. Your team is dead. Yep. You're sentenced to a, a life of servitude. Sedentary lifestyle. Mm. No swimmer wants that. Yeah. I just think it's so crucial that 
you find you find a good team and follow them until death. Like, like follow them exactly because it's synchronized swimming. Mm-hmm. Like, you know the saying, if if your friends jumped off a bridge, would you do it too? Obviously, you have to say yes to that one. Yeah. And um, the saying, you practice like you play, really puts that into perspective of how these people are all copying each other. But who's the leader in that situation? I think there's no leader. It's just an infinite loop. So one person is always following another person. Uh, like a, a huge circle. Mm-hmm. Got it. It's kind of like uh, Simon says, you know. But who's Simon? Well, it, it's kind of a chicken or the egg thing, isn't it? You know, which came first? Did Simon come first or did Mary come first? Who's Mary? When did... What? When did Mary get thrown in there? I don't understand. It was a hypothetical name, sorry. Oh. Well, it, and again, it's like, who came first... Columbus or Sacagawea? Sacagawea, obviously. Yeah, that one was pretty obvious, but... (laughs) Well, I just... Who is Simon from Simon Says, and why do we have to listen to him? I just thought about that. Like, why why are we all listening to Simon? Yeah, who did Simon... Where did Simon come from? Who, Who gave Simon the right to tell everyone what to do? Is that the guy, like, from Alvin and the Chipmunks? Like... Alvin, Simon, and Theodore? Are we, like, following a chipmunk? That's a pretty stupid thing to do. Yeah, that's probably what's wrong with human society is Mm. following animals, not following humans or technology. You can't follow chipmunks. That's that's just... That's That's a red flag right there. I just want to take a minute of this podcast to teach all the viewers about the importance of meditation. Meditation is something that I've been able to see a huge impact in my life. It's really made me a, a better a better man. Well, what kind of medication do you take? Oh, no, no, not medication. Meditation. It's like medication for your soul. Well, like If it's ibuprofen, then... Like, so like a metaphorical drugs? <laughs> well, it's like something that... It's like chlorophyll or chloroform... For your, for your soul. Wait, like photosynthesis? I I meant to say chloroform, like the drug that you put in, what does it form in the though? rag that uh, you. Isn't that like some... a drug for plants? No, no, they... that's chlorophyll. That's what I accidentally said. Oh. Why do plants have these drugs in them? Then? Why are plants, plants are just more advanced than humans. A progressive society. Yeah, they make their own food, and we're stuck they make eating their own drugs. Them. Actually. Yeah, well. <clears throat> So I just want to teach everybody how to unlock this this rest of your brain philosophical chloroform that will make you so much calmer in your life. So in order to meditate, you need to find a calm, quiet space and you begin with making some sort of noise and the noise that you choose really determines what energy that your meditation session brings to you. So, say if I make a, a growling noise, like a... I'll be able to dial in on my anger, and I'll be able to wash my anger away. Should we demonstrate real quick? Um, let's demonstrate with another sound. Let's all share our favorite meditation sound. I'll, I'll go first. I like a... 
It's almost a little bit of an annoying sound, and it helps purify you of annoyances in that are plaguing you in your mind. I prefer... It's kind of a refined sense of happiness, almost, just like pure joy, you know. So what I like to do is I like to start out with a shriek, and then I like to slowly ooze into a... Um, kind of like what Spencer did, annoying. So let Can me just demonstrate. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, let me try that again. <laughs> Would you like me to attempt it for you? You seem to be struggling right now. Maybe if I can listen to something, then it'll help me figure it out. Something like that? Is um, that... yeah, I think so. Let me try it again. That was that really, yeah, that makes a lot more clear. Thanks. So you just need to. It needs to be a dark room. So you just need to be sitting in the dark, making these noises for a good amount of time, and you'll be able to unlock these advancements in your in your mind from this meditation. It'll improve your psychological and physiological performance. Um, so do you like do anything with your hands or your feet? Um, I kind of just move them however I feel like the energy is directing me to. So you just need to be in touch with how the energy from your meditation wants you to move. So, like, if you were doing, like, a, a more soothing, lower sound, would you, like... Point down. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I just... However the energy... The energy is different for everyone, so... However so, the energy does the energy, you. like, move your hands by itself, or do you move the hands however you feel the energy is moving? It's however you feel the energy. <laughs> wherever the, the energy, energy is guiding you. Can the energy, like, physically affect you? It can, yes. Like, do you have any personal experiences with that? Well, if you don't let the energy guide you, if you fight against the energy... Does it start controlling you? It'll build up and negatively affect you. Like punching you in the stomach? Like, it'll make you feel like you need to use the bathroom really bad. Hmm. Maybe... I think I've felt that before, actually. Yeah, so that... You just need to... Release the energy by and like going to the bathroom. Yeah, and then it'll reset your energy. What if it's like a fake feeling and you actually don't need to go to the bathroom? Or what if it's a real feeling, except it's not because the energy. It's just because you ate too much. No, it's the energy. Mm-hmm. It's you, always energy. If you had a perfect entunement with your energy, you'd never need to use the bathroom again. All right, I think I would I would invite all viewers to try meditating like we've taught you. And I think that we are going to end the episode here. Be out, be on the lookout for more, for some merch. 
It's These coming upcoming soon. days. It's coming soon. Yep, just are, like we say every week. There's some uh, shipping delays, so we'll have to deal with that, but be on the lookout. Perfect. All right, well, see you guys. See you next week.